This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Break If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart, we got the tennis balls for the wrong sport If you know, you know If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward If you know, you know That's the reason we ball for Circle round twice for the encore If you know, you know Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up We here, man We are here In the words of J Black and Champion. Let y'all load up. I know a lot of y'all on lunch or something. So you know you want to talk sports. I know you want to talk about Cam Newton. <clears throat> Excuse my voice, I'm a little hoarse. Um my AAU squad had a tournament this weekend in Harrisonburg, man. You know what I'm saying? Um got to the championship, came up a little short, so salute to my little homies though. First tournament of the summer. Runner-ups, we're going to get that championship next week in the next tournament. Shout-out to my man Sam Dale, you know, the head coach. Able United Ballhawks, you know what we do. Make sure you go to ableinsurance.com, uh, man, for all your insurance needs, man. I know y'all need it. Able Insurance now running seven days a week, too. So go to Able Insurance, man. Check out the website, ableinsurance.com. Name drop your boy. And it definitely gets you a policy, home, life, auto, business, any type of insurance you need, man. That's Able Insurance. Go to stsujuice.com. Get your shut the hell up juice apparel. Uh, but let's go ahead and get this live stream started. Also, podcast, because I will be uploading it to Anchor, iTunes, uh, YouTube. So it's going to be uploaded everywhere else. So I'm doing all at once. Um, I couldn't wait until this afternoon to do a podcast, man. I wanted to talk about this right now. I wanted to talk about Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. Get your reaction. Discuss it. I already know the narratives that's that's following. I already kind of got an understanding of what everybody's going to say. Uh, the frustration, the outcry. But we got to discuss it because that's just what we do. We, we talk about it. And um, that's what we're going to do, bro. He signed a one-year deal basically for the minimum, and they got a lot of incentives. So you you take Cam Newton, a guy that was a former rookie of the year, former NFL MVP, former all-pro at his position, and they got him for cheap because he was playing injured. You know, all the time we reward guys that are warriors, that are tough that fight through adversity, that's always suiting up. 
But when it come time to sign on that dotted line, they're going to start talking about how you was hurt. And even though he was hurt, I want to say, what was it, two years ago? I think he completed close to 68% of his passes, which was like top five in the NFL. It was a career high for him. Um, but shoulder, foot injuries. Kalana understood that he was battling each week to even play, trying to be that leader because, you know, they always say leaders always make sure they're available on the field and they try to persevere and do what they can do to better give their team the best opportunity to win. But when it came to negotiations, when it came to evaluating Cam Newton over the past couple of years, people continue to talk about how his performance wasn't consistent, right? But they don't want to talk about the injuries. Why? Because it makes it boring. You know, you make it too much sense. When you make too much sense, you're boring these days. You got to be controversial. You just do. In my line of work, if you just always spit in the real, you're boring. But if you come in with some controversy, some gossip, some off-the-wall thoughts, that's when everybody love you. That's when everybody tune in. So the reason why they don't talk about how Cam was fighting through various injuries and things of that nature is because it's boring. You're making too much sense. So we know Cam was a guy that came in as a dual-threat quarterback or athlete playing quarterback, very strong arm. Can throw it any way you want to on the field, but how accurate can it be? What's up with his fundamentals? Is he truly working on uh, progressing from just the overall quarterback aspect as far as just throwing the football? Because we understand he's a dynamic athlete, right? So there's a lot of vitriol that's been sent Cam's way over the year because he didn't remain or didn't fall in line with the status quo when it comes to playing quarterback or being the CEO of an NFL team because that's what the quarterback is. That's the CEO. That's the face of the team. You know, you, you got to be mild-mannered, do the right thing. You got a guy like Cam who's big as a power forward in basketball, smiling, laughing, joking around, and then he starts dressing differently. You know, people don't understand the way he dressed. So you know how we do. Both coaches. We, we joke, folks, when they don't do things that we do. You know what I'm saying? And when he was successful, it was fine, right? You could dress how you want to dress. You could talk how you want to talk. Because if you're successful, can't nobody say nothing. You know what I'm saying? But when he got to that Super Bowl and he made that business decision to not jump on that, that, uh, that fumble, and people, you know, felt some type of way because he walked out of the, the, the post-interview section in the Super Bowl, that's when everybody was like, finally, we can really get back to going at Cam Newton because Cam Newton is a guy that's not going to ignore the noise. He's going to respond to the noise. And when you know somebody's going to respond to the noise, you know you got him, right? When you know athletes always taking the high road and not really saying too much, it becomes boring talking about them. But when you know, like the Russell Westbrooks of the world, the Kevin Durant, those guys that had that sensitivity when it comes to their craft and they're going to respond to you, you got you some action. And that's what Cam is. Cam is that action. Everybody knows that Cam is going to respond to you somehow, some way. But let's not get sidetracked. Let's go back to the topic at hand. Why did it take so long for Cam Newton to be signed? Why did Cam have to sign for basically what Jameis had to sign for? Why so less? A guy like Marcus Mariota 
got seven and a half million guaranteed going from Tennessee to Oakland. A guy like Nick Foles got traded, and yes, he took a pay cut, and he only making eight million, only eight million, but he's still making eight million. Now, before people jump out the damn window and talk about Nick Foles got a Super Bowl ring, Nick Foles is your classic off-the-bench superstar. Because when he is told that you're going to lead the ship, he ain't the same Nick Foles. So, y'all, see, that's what I'm talking about. That, that, that's what I'm t- like. People just say things and they expect you just to take it. But when you, di- deep, you, when you really dive deep into the Nick Foles situation, that's what really, really concerned people shut the hell up views. Because I'm an Eagle fan. That's when they was talking about the Eagles should have kept Nick Foles over Carson Wentz. I'm like, where? What makes you say, like, you know you don't pay attention. I know you just started watching Eagle games and you just started watching Nick Foles lately. If you felt like the Eagles should have kept Nick Foles. Ain't no, it's no diss to him. It's no diss to Nick Foles, but please. Please, just like with Marcus Mariota, please, please. You telling me you would rather sign a guy who lost his position and got hurt and Marcus Mariota as a backup for damn near $8 million guaranteed? Oh, my fault. If you sign Cam, it's going to be a distraction because he's Cam, right? Like, we blame how we as the media – are going to formulate stories and pay attention to a team. And we attach that to the player as being a distraction. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we I can only imagine like, I can't imagine that's, that's, that's just piss damn poor. It's just piss damn poor. How we as media heads will kill the fun that we'll have in covering the team by calling a player a distraction because that same distraction will actually generate more revenue for our various platforms. Do you, y'all realize that, right? Oh, so-and-so's a distraction. That damn distraction going to give me something to do. I ain't calling them a distraction. What? Why? Why? So the New England Patriots did us the smart thing. Low risk, high reward. Sign Cam Newton. He's out there. We got our doctors to poke and prod and see if he can pass a physical. It's so late in the year that we're going to get him for cheap. So, because, look, if I'm going to be a backup, just like I told y'all with Jameis, right? I told y'all, sometimes y'all got to think versus reacting, all right? So, when it comes to Cam and Jameis, we know it's effed up that they even got to be a backup, first of all. We're going to get that clear. It's effed up that they even got to take the basically the damn minimum. But if those two factors aren't going to change, which has been demonstrated because they was not going to change, then you got to go with the best available opportunity. Because let me tell you, let me tell you something. Jameis Winston, first of all, Negative narrative surrounding him. Everybody said he need to sit down and learn because he threw 30 interceptions. They don't care you threw for 5,000 yards. They just saw 30 interceptions. They don't care if your interception to TD ratio was damn in the same as Phillip Rivers. They just see that you threw 30. 30. That's it. 
That's all they're looking at is 30. So if you Jameis Winston and you out here turning down jobs because teams say you got to compete, right? They're going to use that against you. They did it with Colin Kaepernick. They tried to do it with Colin Kaepernick. They said Colin Kaepernick wouldn't accept being the backup, and Colin won't sign for that, and Colin won't sign for this. They tried that. But y'all really out here acting like you don't understand what's going on. Yo, it's a grimy-ass business. Now y'all understand why we say ain't no damn loyalty in sports. It's on display. It is no loyalty in this business. Y'all got to ease up. Cam showing you now. Why the hell would you play hurt? Young athletes, if you become a pro, why would you play hurt? Don't nobody care if you're hurt once you out there. Yes, you can show guts. But if your ass not successful showing those guts, pause, they're going to use it against you. But y'all think I'm lying, right? Cam ain't been, Cam been, Cam, Cam been trash. Cam ain't been this. Cam ain't been that. How long you been feeling like this about Cam? About the last two years. Well, he actually been battling that shoulder and that foot the last two years, trying to be a leader, trying to show he tough. Man, y'all can have that. Look, look, y'all can have that macho tough stuff. Because we ain't going to get nobody a fair shake when it come to it. We not. We not going to get nobody no toughness. This shit is whack. And you got people saying now, can't look, you got people telling Cam he need to go out there and, and earn it now. Like, go earn his money now. <laughs> Yo, think about that. So you've been a lead this long. You've been an NFL MVP. And now they want you earn it. Think about that for a second. Earn it. I don't do well with status quo statements. It's cliches. Cam got to go. It's earned already, right? He earned the right to, like, already have you invest in him, in my opinion. Same as James. Like, they, dude, you just don't go from a starter to a poop butt. Because you had one. No, you can't get on James. This from my computer. You 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 can't. So you tell Cam Newton to go earn something. You tell Jameis Winston to go earn something. But you'll give do like Marcus Mariota more than what both of them could get through incentives, guaranteed. We ain't hear nothing about no Marcus Mariota go earn that seven and a half the Raiders gave you. Earn something. And you know, Richard Sherman took it to a place that nobody want to take it to because everybody get real uncomfortable when you talk about race because it's too real. People get too uncomfortable with that. I don't understand. Like, that's why we can't get nowhere, dog. Like, people scared of the real. They get so uncomfortable discussing the truth. Point blank, period. You got career backups who stay getting more than what Jameis and Cam did. And, and for, for all of us that felt like they settled, that was out there. That's what was out there for them. 
at the end of the day, that's the market that was out there for them. So when Jameis signed that contract for New Orleans, that was the market that was out there for him. Think about it, man. Tennessee decided to, to give Ryan Tannehill a bunch of damn money. Think about that. Tennessee decided to give Ryan Tannehill a bunch of money, and people really try to justify that BS. Because when you look at the games, why are you giving that guy all this money? Let that marinate for a minute. Because if you think it's just about wins and losses, then you open up a whole can of worms with just wins and losses attached to the quarterback. Because if handing the goddamn ball off to the leading rusher gives you the win and the audacity to get paid, even the dude who led the league in rushing didn't get no new payday. Guns and butter. You little dumb mother suckers. Guns and butter. Mariota gets seven and a half guaranteed for the Oakland Raiders. Just like that. Winston and Mariota came in at the same time. One guy has been the starter more than the other. Hasn't had injuries left and right. One guy threw 30 for 30, 5,000 yards, had to sign for a million because the narrative said he needed to sit and learn. The other guy lost his job to a dude that didn't win nothing in Miami, and that team went to the playoffs. And like a thief of the night, going to get more than Cam and Jameis Winston. <laughs> hey, and then you got to do like Nick Foles. Got traded from Jacksonville to Chicago, took a pay cut, still getting $8 million. People sway up and down that he is a starter that can win a Super Bowl because he filled in late in the year for Philly and Cinderella glass slipper appeared. But that's sports. Any and everybody could just argue. That's why we here. That's why we love it, right? Make sure you share this video, man. I need more. I need more people in here to discuss. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of folks will be tagging me and all in my damn DMs and 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 want to discuss things. I gave y'all forewarning. I was going at noon, and maybe y'all had something that pop up, and that, you know it is what it is. But we got to talk about it because there's a lot of context that's left out. I'm way past just hooping and hollering, just to hoop and holler. We know why Cam had to sign this deal. We know why James had to sign this deal. We not dumb. We know why certain narratives follow certain players. We not dumb. We we just know. We know what Cam deficiencies are. We not dumb. That don't make it right. But we know. I know, but I'm going to make sure you know I know. I know it ain't right. The minimum and had to better himself. It's not, look, look, Richard Sherman, look, he released a statement about Cam. And Richard Sherman's a dude that worked out his own deal with the 49ers, bet on himself, and made it. Richard, that's fine. You're a defensive back. It's a little different. We talk about a quarterback that go from making damn near 30 million to one. That's an MVP. That's an all pro. That's the CEO. 
Like it's it's a little like it's a little different to compare like Richard Sherman's situation because he did better on himself. But why would a dude like Cam have to bet on himself right now? Chris Haber said, I want to see what type of deal Bryce Perkins got. I want to see him start. Bryce Perkins got, you know, basically a standard undrafted free agent deal. He probably got a little bit more of a signing bonus because he's a quarterback. Um, but he has an upfield battle as well because he's put in the box. He's, he has that narrative following him, athlete playing quarterback. Unless the, you know, unless they give him the same love that Taysom Hill got, and they give him the same uh, development window they get, they gave Taysom Hill. Even though you know Taysom Hill was very explosive at BYU, um, he got injured a lot, but you know he was still very explosive. I'm not saying that Bryce is faster. I'm not, you know, it's just this depends on who's around you and the type of developmental window you're going to get narratives that's what sports is that's what life is narratives what's said and what's created around you as far as what's said when x y and z takes place yeah chris so here's what i hit chris me personally i don't throw around that word great a lot I think Bryce is a is a is a very good football player. He's a great playmaker. And when it comes to the quarterback position, it's hard to put Bryce in a great category when it comes to the quarterback position because it's so like when you say somebody's great, it should be like a select a select few in my opinion. Like I don't throw around that word great a lot. That's just me personally. That's my guy. I think Bryce is definitely a dynamic playmaker, but Speaking from a scout's eyes when it comes to the NFL quarterback, it's hard for it's hard for them to be transcendent and see the future of that position. Like the class is dropped back, they about to get outcasted. Your ass can't move. Ain't no need to have you no more how the game is being played. So a dude like Bryce should be around NFL for years to come in some capacity. You feel what I'm saying? But just speaking from how they view the game, they 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 get nervous because it's so high risk. You know, so many collisions that take place. That's why they won't get Lamar Jackson his just due. People swear but now Lamar Jackson can't throw. Like when people say things like that, I really want to sit beside them and watch film. I really do. Like, when you say somebody can't throw and just leave it like that, you got to take it for what it's worth. You feel like that person can't throw. Or can you say, I feel like he can't make these type of throws consistently because I haven't seen him, because it hasn't been asked of them. You know what I'm saying? So, for the folks who feel like Lamar Jackson can't throw, I laugh at him. Okay. Sit back and see if he can throw. 
Because if you go to the Tennessee Titan game, he was throwing that mug. It was a lot of let-me-downs out there. You know what I'm saying? Also, speaking about Cam Newton, I hope Cam Newton has a resurrection as far as look at me now like Randall Cunningham had when he got signed with the Vikings. You know what I'm saying? I hope Cam Newton has the resurrection, look at me now, virtual middle finger, when Randall Cunningham went to the Minnesota Vikings and was throwing the moss in them boys. We all know Cam has a lot, a lot, a lot of ability, right? Everybody just questions what he's truly working on. Like, he had the Bane Twitter uh, video with him and Odell working out. And a lot of times when it, when, when it comes to Cam, Cam releases videos and he's always lifting weights. He's doing what we know he can do. We know you strong as a Knox. And then he'll show a video of him just throwing the ball really hard. They don't really show, like, him doing footwork drills, making sure his balance is right, his mechanics when he's throwing. Can you show uh, some videos of touch passes, dropping something in a trash can or throwing over a board and, and, and dropping into a net? Like, various throws to shut people up because people feel like cam that you don't work on your craft they just feel like you just work on your athleticism and you kind of leave that door open for them in a sense because you share everything else to shut people up you know what i'm saying but i don't know man I don't know. I like, I mean, the Patriots do what the, look, the Patriots got the cachet to do this with Cam. The Patriots got the cachet to tell Cam to sign this type of deal. That's what you have with the Patriots. The Patriots can do that. Multiple Super Bowl rings, always in the conference championship, always in the playoffs, always talked about. Team is always well coached. Um, they don't have names, but they get the best out of each and every player. How do you guys feel like the Patriots will fare in the regular season now? What do you feel like their record would be? They still in the same division as the Dolphins. They still in the same division as the Buffalo Bills. And they still in the same division as who the other one? The Dolphins, Buffalo, and the Jets. So I don't want nobody talking about, oh, he should be successful. Look what division in. Because y'all ain't say that mess about no damn time. Oh, yes, y'all did. Never mind. Never mind. Now, you know, if he don't flourish in the Josh McDaniel system, they're going to say Cam can't read defense. They're going to hit it with the Ocho Cinco. Believe that. Believe that. If Cam don't do well, even though he did well with North Turner as his offensive coordinator that people don't want to talk about, did very well with North Turner as offensive coordinator. And that's another thing. That's another thing. I mean, to get sidetracked. But even – the GOAT sign Phillip Rivers' ass over Cam for 20-plus million. That lets you know, dog. That lets you know. It's a dirty it's a dirty world out here. It's a dirty world. Phillip Rivers at this stage of his career is not worth no 20-plus million dollars. I'm sorry. I'd rather take Cam and is he healthy ability versus 
what I saw from Phillip Rivers last year. But you got people who are justified that because they're looking at Phillip Rivers' whole entire career, but not last year. Like, we're going off last year. Phillip Rivers was trash can juice. I mean, can we call a spade a spade? Can we stop playing? If if Jameis Winston catches vitriol for 30-plus touchdowns and 30 interceptions, why are we letting Phillip Rivers get signed for 20-plus with 23 touchdowns and 20 interceptions? The, two of the last three years, he's had 20-plus interception seasons. This is Phillip Rivers. No, 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 I'm sorry. Two of the last four, I mean, two in the last four. So 2016 and 2019. So maybe it's a trend. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I can pick up a little trend. You know, 20, 20 interceptions a year, 15 interceptions a year, 11, 18, 13, 21, 10, 12, 20. I don't know. Maybe because the quarter, the, the, the coach with the Colts felt like when Phillip was with, with him, he did well. So that's fine. That's fine. I get it. That's one of the defenses, right? I get it. I understand. Okay, 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 okay. I got it. Okay. I got it. But, I don't know, man. Y'all let me know in the chat what y'all thinking. How y'all feel like Cam would do? First of all, Cam win the starting position. We know James not. We know Mariota not. Why didn't the team, like, why didn't somebody like the Jacksonville Jaguars try to go out and get Cam? Why didn't the Tennessee Titans, do like, would have been, like, if Tennessee would have came to Cam with a discounted rate type of deal, say, yeah, you are a starter, but you got to take this. With Cam signed with them. I know that's going to, like, I know a lot of folks are saying it's going to be some reports probably that other teams probably offer Cam more. But like I told y'all with Jameis, there is no way I'm playing with my career going one of these weak-ass teams for more money and then they make, they make it a point of not allowing me to be a starter or I end up splitting time and that's being used against me. There is no way. So that's why I told y'all I understood why James went and signed behind Drew Brees because regardless of what we think of him signing for pennies, that's helping his overall narrative. And he even said it. All these folks kept saying James got to learn. And then when he signed behind to sit behind one of the, the best that ever did it in Drew Brees and one of the best offensive minds uh, in Sean Payton, now we screaming money. Regardless, man, that man gonna get look. Sometimes you gotta sacrifice money to 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 generate more money down the line. Cause yeah, you may get the more money now, but that next contract may be hella low. Hella low. And then, you know, you look at Teddy Bridgewater, and I know everybody wants to look at that as far as like, well, you know, James, you could do what Teddy Bridgewater did. Teddy still had to sit there two years. Still had to sit there two years. 
do you you know would, would you want that for Jameis Winston? I know Drew Brees getting long in the tooth, but take even Taysom Hill just signed a big deal, a bigger deal, a tender. You know what I'm saying? But Cam, they got Cam for cheap. I don't know how to look. I don't know what's going on in the NFL, but I've never seen, I don't think, I've never seen a quarterback be the MVP, make a Super Bowl, be an All-Pro, do anything and everything in this power to always make sure he's available for his team. And this happened. For real. It's crazy. I mean, just like you see a quarterback over 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, you got to settle for being a backup. <laughs> it's been a crazy, 2020 has been, been crazy. Crazy. Like, there is no getting around it, yo. It's been crazy. Some people say it's because they black quarterbacks. You 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 know you got a leg to stand on because the proof is there, because you got quarterbacks that are substitute teachers that have come out and get more money than them. But the Patriots, you smart man, you smart. I told y'all, I told y'all, if I was a team, I business wise. I just keep pushing it back to talking to Cam. And as we got closer and closer to July, that's when I'll start contacting his team, you know, his agent and stuff, and start offering him a minimum with a lot of incentives because he's pissed off. And you'd be like, yo, just go earn it. I'm willing to get – and even the money you're willing to give him is pennies. It's pennies. It's pennies, bro. It's pennies. You basically get like max out like seven to eight million dollars. Cam Newton, your starting quarter, your starting, your starting. He's going to be the starter. Your starting quarterback. Basically, you got him eight million dollars, bro. Eight, eight million. Let me let that marinate. $8 million for a starting quarterback if he hit all his descendants. Eight. Let's go ahead and just Google some NFL quarterback salaries. 2020. $8 million. Eight. We just go all the way down. Kyler Murray get $8 million as a rookie. Sam Donald, $8 million. Baker Mayfield, $9 million. Mr. Trubisky, $9 million. Shoot, Deshaun, still on his rookie deal, he getting four. I mean, just think about that. Dwayne Haskins basically making more money than Cam, at least right now, unless he hit his incentives. Daniel Jones getting $5 million. We, I mean, these are – I'm talking about – I can understand rookies like Patrick Mahomes on his rookie deal. He getting five million. Like these guys are on their rookie deal and starting. Okay, 
I mean, Mariota getting nine as a backup. He getting nine. Mariota is. My fault. It's, no, 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 no. That's his cap number. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's his, that's his, that's, that's, yeah, nine. Yeah. Colts gave Phillip Rivers $25 million. $25 million. Mm-hmm. They did that. I don't get it, bro. I get no, no, no. I look, I get it. The Patriots don't pay anybody. Yeah, they do. The Patriots pay folks. They just get you early. We ain't gonna do. We not gonna do that. We not gonna do that. Nope. We not gonna freaking do that. Cause that get nope, nope. Cause that no. We ain't gonna do that. The Patriots pay people. They pay people. They do. But we know why Cam had to take this type of salary. That's what we getting at. Patriots pay people. They just get you early. Like what they did with Gronk. They paid Gronk, but it got to him early. To where that true market value didn't hit him. They pay people, but Tom Brady just took a pay cut. They pay people. They just get rid of your ass early, too. So, but we, 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 we not like... We ain't gonna play that game though. We we ain't gonna do that, Dudley. We ain't gonna do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But again, yeah, Mario getting seven point five. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I was looking at the cap. You're right. I was looking at the cap. But he getting seven point five million guaranteed. How much was Brady's sorry ass making? How much he signed for in Tampa? Well, Brady was always getting 20, and he got 20 in Tampa, I believe. Yeah, come on, man. That's not – we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to say Tom Brady was sorry. Tom Brady ain't sorry. We, we can't do that. We can't do that. Tom Brady, he's he a very good football player. He's a great quarterback. I know we're talking trash, but let's that, keep it a stack. Let's keep it a stack at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Tom, I mean Tom Brady said, if I'm gonna get paid this, at least I'm gonna go down to Tampa and not have state tax, and the team is better overall. Is Tom Tom Brady overrated? Yeah, I mean, you're entitled to have that opinion. Like, I know why people call Tom Brady the goat is because of the team accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Looking at Tom Brady at his position, skill for skill, do I think he's one of the best ever? No, I don't. But I understand why folks say Tom Brady is the – like, we understand, bro. When it comes to quarterback, team success dictates how people feel about you. They do. And you got your exceptions of quarterbacks you would still elevate no matter what. And you got your exceptions of quarterbacks who would still demote no matter what. You know, Dan Marino and Terry Bradshaw is the prime example. Like, nobody on their Mount Rushmore has Terry Bradshaw over Dan Marino, no matter how many championships Terry Bradshaw got. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I always tell folks, the ring talk means nothing to me because it's not consistent. It's not. Nobody can say, well, Tom is the GOAT because he got six. 
Oh, okay. Because I just start naming quarterbacks who got multiple rings and were considered one of the best in their era, all pros. You know what I'm saying? When it, We know you got to hit checklists before you can be compared. You know, I ain't one of them dudes that throw out Robert Ory in the NBA when people are always talking about, you know, Jordan got six rings and then some dumbass say Robert Ory. Like, fool, sit your ass down. Like, you know what? why people saying rings when it comes to Braun and MJ because they didn't hit all the checklists. So now you got to start being nitpicky as far as like, well, how was the team with them? That's, you know what I'm saying? So I see when people can can say Tom Brady is overrated because when you hit off all the checklists, like if you ignore the rings and you hit the checklist, he may not have all the checklists as far as like quarterback attributes to some liking. You know what I'm saying? Like if you put – like if you like this is what we need to really start doing when we compare players. You know what I'm saying? We really got to start having a checklist of ability and skill. Not what the moving parts did for them, but when you scout their talent, what they can and can't do. That's how I think we can truly truly evaluate who's the best at their position. You feel me? I think we got to start doing that, but I know we're not because it, it, it requires a lot of effort. It requires your football acumen to really kick in. It requires you to try to fully better understand the game versus Google stats. Let me see what they did. Because you'd be surprised how some guys will become elevated over some of our favorites. I'm talking about football. I don't like basketball. I'm not a basketball aficionado. Like, I'll let people have it, but I'll have fun and, and, and joke and troll in basketball. But when it comes to football, like, when people start talking about, well, who's your top five here? Who's your top five there? Like, I'm a little different. I'm My, my list is never like the status quo. And people always be like, Ain't no damn way, but I got goddamn receipts for everybody I chose, and I could break down why I put somebody where I put them. And ain't no right or wrong, but if I got data that supports my claim, all you can do is respect it. I don't get into that, you wrong here, so-and-so. You can have that, bro. We're going to be here all day. That's your list. I'm not arguing your list. I'm just providing my list. You know what I'm saying? For the market the Patriots have, I think they should pay their guys more. Everybody has the same salary cap. So the market doesn't dictate anything. CBA, everybody has the same salary cap. Patriots have to use their cap wisely. The Patriots understand they can play bully ball. They can some guys know how to work the cap, move money around, so it hits you years later. They can foresee a guy getting a big bump in the salary and what it could do as far as the cap 
and if they got rid of them now, how much money they would save now compared to later. Uh, so when when it comes to that statement, the Patriots are one of the best at recognizing salary cap. They pay attention to it. They know how to get the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why it seems like they never get locked into these bad deals with a player. And if a player starts to rumble like they're going to hold out or, you know, communicate some trepidation, they trade them. Oh, you think you're going to get paid? Let me go ahead and trade your ass to the, the Cleveland Browns. You know what I'm saying? Let me trade you over here. Because at the end of the day, bro, the Patriots bank on, yeah, you may not be getting as much money as you think, but you know you're going to the postseason and don't nobody ever account for postseason pay. And you may be going to, you know what I'm saying? They throw that in your face. You get postseason pay and Super Bowl pay. You know what I'm saying? What is it? 45 well, how much is it to win a Super Bowl? Like 50K, 60K, 45, and then 20 if you lose, something in that neighborhood, you know, additional 40K, you know what I'm saying? And then you you know, get a ring, it's on your resume, blah, blah. They sell that. They do a good job of selling a brand. No different than the player. You sell your brand. That's what I always tell folks, man. I never say a player is selfish. That's why I want that. That go get all your goddamn on money because you better be damn sure if the Cowboys successful with you taking the pay cut, they're going to get all their damn money when it comes to marketing. And you ain't going to see not a nail nutter. Why y'all out here talking about so-and-so need to take this deal, so-and-so need to take that. Man, ease up. Back up. Chill. Relax. Sit back and work on your portfolio on how you going to propose, how you going to get some increase in pay. Because I'll be damned you going to want some old poop butt. Rudy Poochabroni jumping in your meat and telling you what you need to take. So that's how we need to feel when we go in that athlete like that. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine you working a deal out with your boss and some Joe Smo just busts up in your meat and say, man, he don't deserve what you give him. Give him this. Man, you need to take this. You tripping. What about so-and-so Susie in Cubicle 5 down there that ain't making this? And if you take this, they ain't going to pay her that. Y'all be, yo, you be hot. Y'all be hot. Don't lie. You be dead ass fire hot. <laughs> what? That's why, I, hey, get your, get your paper. Now, when it came to Zeke's situation, I just said, yo, Zeke, yo, Bishop. Hey, brother, you're playing with fire because your ass be getting in trouble and you got deals up. You got years up in your deal. You don't know what you're doing. You think you signed an extension. You actually signing a life deal. Yes, you got 50 million guaranteed. And if that was your goal, I applaud you. But you can't be out here having folks crying for you like they did for Scottie Pippen ass when he signed his deal and talking about when Junior Kenny got Scotty more money. All those folks right there, all the folks I want to have on my payroll so I can milk their ass because they don't understand business. They out here talking about Scotty was right. Scotty was right. When was Jordan at? Man, shut the hell up. Even Scotty said he was wrong. <laughs> you have people really out here talk about <laughs> Jordan getting 30, man. How dare he? Scotty playing for pennies, man. Jordan ain't right. I'm liking that, man. Man, shut up. Shut your dumb ass up. Yeah, I said it. Shut up. 
That fool jumped out there and wanted to secure the future for his family, which he did. Nobody saw, well, they probably did. But when that damn TV money came for Scottie Pippen and all these Joe Schmoes started getting ducats, yeah, Scottie, you got every right to, to, to want more money. Yeah. But God damn, dog, you can't blame MJ for that damn tomfoolery you pulled seven, five years ago. What the hell are we doing? That's how I know y'all with some damn LeBron fans just wanting to shit on Mike. That's how I know. You can't be a business person and not see that Scotty knew what he was doing because he said it. And when he held out, he knew he was going to hold that L. Because he, I don't want to go back down this road again, but I'm going to just say it one more time. Why the hell is we feeling sorry for Scotty when, when, oh my God, why the hell are we feeling sorry for Scotty when the goddamn owner told you he don't even want your, I, I, I'm not trying to rant. I'm not trying to rant. I'm not trying to rant, bro, but this just got me heated again. Think about the Scottie Pippen situation and how folks really was blaming Mike and didn't didn't understand business. Like, the, the, I, 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 yo, you still got people mad. Look, man, look. If you sign a deal, right, and it's front-loaded, like in football this happens, you sign a deal and it's front-loaded, okay, meaning majority of your money, see, here go Michael, Scotty was right. How the, f <laughs> yo, that's a troll statement. Anybody that thinks Scotty was right in trying to hold out that last year, I can't. I really can't talk to you because you really don't understand. You won't listening during the video. Like you wasn't. You you can't. That's how I know it's a troll. Like you, you like, yo, and Mike, my dog. But it's people who feel like what Mike just said. So this is not at Mike. Cause Mike, my guy, we we got this like unwritten rule how we always mess with each other. But you have you got folks really out here like yo Mike should have did what LeBron did. You see what LeBron did for Tristan Thompson. You see what LeBron did for J.R. Smith. You see what LeBron did. Yo, fam, shut up. <laughs> yo, shut up. I want to say the F word so bad, but I don't want to get my, my my podcast flag for you know inappropriate language. You know what I'm saying? But yo. Stop trying to understand sports contracts, people. If you ain't never been a part of it, just sit back and sit back and just enjoy the damn games. Don't worry yourself when it comes to the finances of the players. First thing, that's the first thing I don't do. Will I comment about a deal? Yes. And when I comment, I'm always like this. If you sign, trying to sign for a new deal, you go and look up who was at your position, how much they signed for. And go in there. That's how it works. Don't look at me like that. Hey, I played DB. Had a phenomenal year. All this, all that, breaking records, very successful. I'm at everybody top of the list. What am I going to do when it comes to payday, right? This is what I'm going to do. Who the highest paid at my position? I need what he got. Simple as that. I want what he got. You are the birthday party, right? 
you like birthday cake. Somebody got a fat ass piece of a corner piece and there's another fat ass corner piece. You like cake just like them. I need that. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how we wired. We really we can't sit up here and lie. That's how we wired. We won't. Oh, I want what he got. Let me get that. So when it comes to Dak Prescott, back to Dak, and why y'all been hearing me, Ballhawk, say, yo, fam, get what golf got. At least. Yeah. I don't want the Russell Wilson pay per year. You can have that bull crap. Give me the guaranteed money that golf got. I need that. Matter of fact, give me the guaranteed guarantee money that Matt Ryan got. See, y'all don't even y'all don't even know Matt Ryan. And the month like he actually got the most guaranteed guaranteed money to Ray Frost that ain't that what Scotty was doing. No. Look, let me let me explain something to y'all for, for y'all that don't want to comprehend why the Scotty Pippen damn temper tantrum was the dumbest thing I've seen on TV in a long time. Okay. Scotty Pippen, the great Scotty Pippen, the great Scotty Pippen. Let me make sure I keep saying the great Scotty Pippen so that won't get lost. In the documentary that all of us were watching, all of us enjoyed, correct? We all enjoyed it. In that damn documentary, it said before the season that every player knew that that was going to be their last year together. Every player knew that Phil Jackson wasn't going to be the coach anymore. Every player knew that Jerry felt that the only player that was worth his time as far as moving forward was Michael Jordan. So with that information that I just share with you, I'm going to say it again. Going into camp, every player knew that Phil Jackson wasn't going to, wasn't going to return because Jerry ain't want him. Every player knew. Jerry felt like all the stars and starters were old and didn't have value but Michael Jordan. So if you knew that information and you're Scotty Pippen, why in the F are you holding out, sir? If I know that my wife wants to divorce me and she dead ass serious, why am I out here showering her with gifts, busting Timber Chantress because she won't take it? Like Jerry was dead ass. I'm done with you, fool. Dead ass. Period. I'm done with all of you. And you out here talk about I deserve to get paid more money. Fool, he just told your ass you done, son. That's why Mike said you were being selfish. Because when you look at it in context, you were. What the hell you going to accomplish? What did you accomplish? Not a damn thing. You won't go accomplish a damn thing. So, is it clear enough for you? It's, it's no different than, than, look, man, Cam Newton was going through the situation. These teams are sitting back like this. Y'all can't see me 
if, if you listen on the podcast, but I'm just looking in the camera. He, they were just sitting there looking, looking at the day like, what, what's the day? Oh, no, we got another couple weeks. Oh, Cam calling? No, nah, I don't answer that. We good. What's the day? It's almost July. Hey, yo, hit up Cam right quick, yo. What, what mark is Mario to get? Seven and a half guaranteed. All right, look, we'll check this. Check, check it. We're going we're gonna to sign him for what Jameis signed for, right, base. And then we're going to throw in the centers and get him with Mariota getting as a backup because he got to take it. I mean, we're the Patriots. We could do this. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to go to nobody else, you know. Like, he ain't going to go to Jacksonville. Nah, he ain't going to go there. What, what other teams? San Diego? Yeah, they, they ain't going to have two black quarterbacks. Could be, oh, they're in L.A. now, my fault. Oh, yeah, the Chargers, yeah. They ain't gonna, nah, nah, they ain't gonna do Tyrod Taylor like that. Nobody wanna see, you know, Tyrod don't ever get a fair shake. Now you, you bring, you, you, you bringing in Cam? Nah, that wouldn't be right. Nah, nah, we ain't gonna do, nah, nah. Nah. Who else could he go to? Nah. Therese said he wanted a bigger piece of the cake. Kids still cry for a big piece knowing they might get, nah, Therese, that's a bad analogy, man. That's a bad analogy. That's a bad – to Ray, you, you, you got to chill, bro. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. That don't make sense. Nah. Nah. Nah, bro. Because in the context of we speaking out, speaking about what Scottie Pippen was talking about, is he selfish? Because the whole thing with Scottie Pippen falls back to what, what Michael Jordan said when Michael Jordan said Scottie is being selfish. And people got mad and said, no, Scottie would just won his pay because – he was getting less pay, and he deserved more pay, and blah 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 blah. But they glossed over that your owner name, your, your your GM don't care about you. Like you're gone anyway. So my thing is this: Why would I want to resign with a team that don't want me? Any? Why do I even feel like they go even going to oblige? Think about that, bro. So how? Like we talk about the stuff, like. How, like, people really was mad that MJ said that Scotty was being selfish. And Scotty was. I didn't fault, like, I didn't fault Scotty. Like, when that, look, when I heard it, I was like, shit, I've been there before. You have a tantrum. He put a temper tantrum. But when people was going at Mike like he was wrong for saying Scotty was selfish, and they didn't think Scotty was like, dude, a holdout, you're being like, you're going holding out is show, like you're being selfish. And that that's not bad. The only bad thing is I'd be damn going to be selfish for somebody like that don't want me. Like I'm not going to hold out and potentially be fine for somebody who don't want me in the first place. Like there is no use for me having a temper tantrum when you don't want me. So what I'm, I'm, I'm going to just. Encur- I'm gonna just encourage you to beat my ass then, cause he used the reference of you still might get an ass whooping. So I'm gonna just bust his timber tantrum, know I'm gonna get a damn ass whooping, knowing I ain't gonna get the cake. But I'm gonna just encourage a worse ass whooping. Basically, at damn near 30 years old, I'm still gonna pull a stunt that a little like a little kid would. Going off this analogy, cause this analogy says it's like a kid. Nah, I can't. I can't rock with that family. But Cam, and I told y'all this was going, nah, 
ain't in that. I ain't in that business, man. I don't like to say I told you. The, the hell with this. I told y'all this was gonna happen. What I kept telling you, Cam ain't gonna be able to sign to close to camp, and it's gonna be for pennies. He can't. He can't look with the pandemic. You can't get OTAs. Ain't no mini camps. And everybody in the same boat. I mean, Tom Brady didn't have his damn Buccaneer playbook forever. He had that joint soon as the Patriots lost. And why the hell the Patriots get fined again? God, dog. Y'all just be donating more and more money, boy. You, you, something wrong with y'all. What the heck is wrong with y'all? And what is it, like, does it even matter that they always getting fined for tampering and doing illegal stuff? Like, we don't even care, bro. How do you think Cam personality going to fit with New England? Well, either going to fit in or he going to they're gonna, they'll get rid of him. What did I say about the Patriots, bro? Corey Dillon, Randy Moss, Chad Ochocinco, Gronk. And I don't know if I want to say his name or not, but you know the the young man who murdered folks and killed himself that went to Florida. He had a personality too. Like they say, it's a patriot way. I feel like it's going to be interesting to see with Cam being the quarterback. But I also believe that Cam understands that if it go downhill, they're going to blame him. It's going to be like playing with LeBron. You better not mess up. It's going to be your fault. You know what I'm saying? Sean Kelly said, bro, he a winner. He will fit just fine. I don't Look, I'm sorry. I don't do the winner narrative. Like, that's not my stance. I feel like Cam is just a very good talent, man. I feel like he can adapt. He's going to provide a dimension they haven't seen. He's going to help out their running game as well. They could do a lot more with him. But I think they got to implement what he does well and insert it in what they've been doing for over the years. If Cam can play within the offense in which he doesn't have to hold the ball and make bang eight window throws and deep throws. If he could get the ball out quick, in which he did with Noah Turner when he almost completed 68% of his passes and he utilized his backs and various weapons, it's going to be it's gonna work hand-to-hand because at the end of the day, his mobility is still there. He has some good backs behind him. Edelman is a very good slot guy. He got guys on the edge that's big, and we know – Cam has thrown to guys on the outside that people don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sean said winning is a mindset in itself. This football, I like. To me, I think that's personally. I just think that's, yeah. I mean, that's a co- winning is a culture thing. You know what I'm saying? I think winning, when it comes to sports, it's a culture thing. Like one person can believe. They can win all they want to, but they can't do it by themselves. The culture and the aspect in, around them and how you prepare and how you execute and how you adjust, that has to be ingrained 
in you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Cam is a guy that has been successful every level he's played. So that does speak volumes about Cam, his mental fortitude, and why he reacts so bad to losing. And me personally, I don't care if somebody has a temper tantrum after a loss. I don't. Who cares? Like, we we in the media really critique guys on how they lose. We tell somebody how they should lose. That's, that's another thing about Cam that I always, that used to piss me off. We was out, people was out here really dogging Cam because he put the towel on his head and he's sulking and things like that. I don't care. Do what you want to do. Like, bro, you can feel how you want to feel in the L. If you pissed off, you pissed off. People approach situations and adversity different. Whether you walk off with your chin held high or you stomping and kicking grass up, both are the same if you don't shake the opponent's hand. You'll see people give a quarterback a pass for just walking off the field versus the guy that's sulking on a sideline, but he'll still go out there and shake hands. But the guy who is encouraging his teammates and then run off the field. Man. And look, we all assume and we all hope that Cam does well with the Patriots, right? Our brain and the love for Cam that we have is going to formulate every positive scenario statement that we can so that Cam is successful. Just like if you hate Tom Brady, you're going to formulate every reason why he's going to die in Tampa. Not literally, but you're going to show videos of the left tackle that was getting Jameis. You're going to show Bruce Arians and his first year with a quarterback, and they turnovers like, you know, with Andrew Luck and Carson Palmer and then Jameis Winston. You're going to show that graphic. So it's both ends of the spectrum. Me speaking personally, I'm a Cam Newton fan. Me speaking personally, I just hope Cam displays more fundamental groundwork when it comes to operating within the pocket, like quick decisions, getting the ball out, accuracies there. I hope he shows that. I don't care if he's throwing with the same velocity he had coming off that shoulder surgery. I just want him to be successful, period. Don't make it a point, Cam, to go to the Patriots and try to stand in the pocket. Don't be Donovan McNabb, dumbass, when he just stopped running just to prove a point. I always tell athletes, just do what got you there, but build on it. Never forget your roots. And and I believe Cam sticks to his guns, but sometimes I think he's so stubborn that I don't know. I don't know. I can't even go that far. I can't go that far. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that because that's an assumption. Um, do I think Cam would be successful in New England? I'm going to say yes because it's been a long time since I've seen a quarterback not be successful in New England. Whether Jimmy Garoppolo filling in, whether it's Matt Castle filling in, whether it's uh, Jacoby Brissett filling in. It's been a long time. It's been decades. 2000s up to 2020. Since a quarterback hasn't performed well 
as the starter for New England. And I know 90% of it, 95, 90, about 93% of it, 94 is Tom Brady. But we're not going to sit here and like Matt Castle and have a special year as a starter. We ain't going to sit here and like Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have very good games as a starter. Jacoby Brissett, I just said those, but so I'm going to clarify with you guys. It's hard for me to say Cam won't do well in New England because with the current structure under Bill Belichick, quarterbacks have played well no matter what. You know what I'm saying? We've never seen a running quarterback under. But see, I feel like I feel like Cam is a guy that, see, when we say running quarterback, I got to kind of take a step back because most of the time when people say running quarterback, I always say, we're going to say mobile. I think mobile gives Cam more credit. When you say running quarterback, that's Tim Tebow to me. We'll say, yeah, we never seen New England with a mobile quarterback, a quarterback who can extend plays with his legs. Even though Jacoby can some, but not like him. It's crazy because my interest of seeing him succeed outweighs the disdain I have for the Patriots. I agree with you. I hope he develops as a better pocket passer, yet I hope he still shows why he is who he is, a chip on his shoulder. And I don't want Cam going out there trying to prove a point either because that could could be his downfall. Don't go out there trying to make every damn throw a great throw, Cam. Like, do what Brady has to do. If your ass got to throw to Julian Edelman three yards away and Julian do the rest, let Julian do the rest. Like, look, my my mobile quarterbacks that are of the same color as me, y'all got to realize this. It ain't nothing wrong dinking and dunking and being successful. <laughs> Stop thinking you got to throw the long ball like you did in high school or college. Stay upright. Russell Wilson learning. Get that thing out. Pause. Get that thing out. One thing I can say about Cam, and I don't know if it was the offensive scheme in Carolina for years, if it was more of, you know, two or three guys, max protection going out. It just always seemed like Cam locked on to the big play route versus taking the now. You know what I'm saying? Like he, we taking a shot, and even though we taking a shot, if you got that now that pops open, and it can equal taking a shot, I feel like that's the that's like the next step he has to make. Like just take that one, even though we said all week we're gonna take a shot, it's gonna be there. But a lot of times you see these quarterbacks that everybody praise, and even Patrick Mahomes had to learn that. Just get it out now. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that, that's that's like that, to me that's like that like that's like the last step for every quarterback that's very gifted physically as far as throwing the ball. Meaning they got the arms because Cam knows that at the end of the day he can always come back to that and fit it. Like Cam know he got that arm strength to fit everything in there. I tell you, Cam got like the prettiest ball you ever see a quarterback throw, but you just don't know where it's going to go because it be humping. I mean, it be blazing. Let me see. My boy's 
CG said, he was always looking for that big play. I think that's easier to fix, and it would help better him in the pocket. But that's scamping. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's easy to fix, bro. Hopefully. Like, we hope that it's easy to fix. You know, it's like that boxer, that boxer that loved the knockout and slug. Like, Arturo Gotti was known to be slugger and the fighter. Then they got with uh, Buddy McGirt, and, and Buddy had him boxing more. And everything, in essence, you know, you feel like they can adapt, they, it could work, and for two or three rounds it'll work. And then as soon as they get in that little bit of trouble, they get punched in the face, the old habits come out. So, I know Cam, on the surface, can do the things that's asking him to be that timing QB and get the ball out. But what happens if it's a little adversity that kicks in and and you're you're down two touchdowns early? One thing you can say about, you know, Tom Brady in that system is that he'll keep dinking and dunking. Or oh, what can be allowed to dink? Like, let's, let's, let's throw it on the other side. Let's, let's throw it another side. Will he be allowed to dink and dunk? Sean says, Super Bowl team, who was his weapons? His defense was his weapons. But he had Ted Ginn, Greg Olson. At the end of the day, and I hate playing this game, he had the same weapons that made him the MVP and first-team All-Pro that year. Cam is not the system, bro. That's a that's false. When Noah Turner came in, he was actually more efficient. He was a better quarterback with Noah Turner. I don't think Cam's this system. That's a stretch. I love Cam, but we we got to stop doing that. To me, that 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 hinders development. That's like building an excuse. You feel what I'm saying? But who's Russell Wilson's? Like, I don't even want to play this weapons game, bro, because it's a slippery slope. Like, what elevate somebody for doing well because they ain't got weapons. And then when they don't reach the pinnacle, we use that to, to, to cushion the fall. Like, we say football is the ultimate team sport. He was MVP that year. He did it all year. He just ran into some some unfortunate situations. I can't call you right now, bro. He ran into some unfortunate situations, man. He really did. I don't. I don't think it. I don't think the people would be able to hear you if I called you. I really don't, man. I mean, look. Look, man, here's my thing about the weapons piece, right? It just depends on our personal assessment of that skilled position player, what we think of them personally when we say so-and-so ain't got weapons. Because people swear up and down, Tom Brady don't got weapons. He got weapons. Like, it's just you don't think highly of them. And then once somebody wins, you go back, you be like, oh, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he is good. Outside of Steve Smith, he had one weapon. I'm not going to do that when it, I'm not going to do that when it comes to camp. Yes, yes. Now, 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 
All right. Now, here's what I'm going to do. Since you want to say the weapon staying with Cam, here's what I'm going to do, Sean. And you're not going to like this, and folks not going to like this. because But got to call a spade a spade. So we say Cam may have weapons outside Steve Smith. And then that relationship fractured, I guess. And then you said Greg Olson. What type of receivers did Carolina consistently draft and why? You ever ask yourself this? Think about the type of receivers that the Patriots, not the Patriots, but the Panthers drafted. Then ask yourself why they draft those type of receivers. Is that a knock against Cam? Is that a telling sign for something that we don't know? Funches and Queen Latifah, little nephew, that went to Florida State. He ain't really Queen Latifah's nephew, y'all. Just a joke. Kelvin Benjamin. So Kelvin Benjamin and Funches, receivers with huge catch radiuses. Anytime you go out there, you draft the receivers with huge catch radiuses. What is that usually indicating from somebody who played football? What is that telling you about the quarterback? That you got to go out and get bigger size receivers. Accuracy issues. Now, yes, we could say it's on the GM. Or we could say, hey, Cam prefers bigger size receivers. Because we see he loves throwing the Greg. That's a security blanket. We understand speed kills, so we'll go get Ted Ginn Jr. as well. But you got to look at both ends of the spectrum. Like I said, I'm a Cam Newton fan, but I'm also a realist. I'm not going to sit up here and just say he didn't have any weapons when we was out here applauding him for how great he was the year he won MVP without no damn weapons. So, yeah, you get to the – so you you telling me all this – you go 15-1 and one with no damn weapons, and when you can't win the big game, now you ain't got no weapons. We're talking about football. I ain't talking about basketball. I'm talking about football, like, because I know people look at basketball, oh, so-and-so. Anyway, and even basketball, if your ass winning over 60 games in regular season, don't say nothing to me when you don't win everything. You just just didn't get the job done. We could call a spade a spade. He threw 35 touchdowns with no weapons that year. He won MVP. Ted Ginn Jr. caught 10 touchdowns. How many receivers y'all know catch 10 touchdown passes in a year? I mean, that's not a small feat. So for him not to have weapons, Ted again in 13 games starting, caught 10 touchdown passes. Greg Olson had 1,100 yards receiving a year, seven touchdowns. The Broncos just beat them at their own game. Because <laughs> the Broncos didn't have a damn quarterback in the Super Bowl. They were tra- What's his name? It was trash can juice in the Super Bowl. The Broncos beat Cam Newton and his squad at their own game. That's just what happened, bro. There's no getting around. Yo. Peyton Manning threw for 141 yards in the interception. Cam was 18 to 41. 
we all know that Denver has some lockdown defensive backs. They ran into their kryptonite. They met their match. Better game plan. I mean, I'm just being honest, bro. C.J. Anderson ran for 90 yards in the touchdown versus that same defense that was getting busy all year. Tay again is a one-trick point. That's fine, fam. That's fine, bro. You can use exclamation all you want. It don't change the fact. I, you ain't going 15 to one, and then I give your ass a pass and say you ain't got no weapons. I'm Sean. I don't do that, bro. You can. You talk about culture and mentality. A champion don't think like that. I went 15 and one with these troops. So now I ain't got no weapons. Now I don't got no weapons. I beat the Seattle Seahawks in the first round with these non-weapons. Another top defense. We scored 31 points on them. Now I ain't got no weapons. That's what we doing? That's what we doing. Jonathan Stewart ran for 106 yards versus that Seahawk defense. Can't do for 161 in the touchdown. Y'all hung up 31 points. But now we got no weapons because we lost the Super Bowl? I'm not looking at no rookie years. I'm focused on that one year you say he ain't had no weapons. Now you go from weapons to coaching. When are we going to hold Cam accountable, bro? That's what I'm waiting on. I don't care about the move. I'm, look, I'm a whole, like Cam has to have some accountability for the shortcomings as well. Right now, what we're doing is we're pointing at everybody but the dude who wear the number one jersey. We are, and that ain't that, that that ain't right, and that's why most of the time these dudes feel entitled and they don't progress. So we, we can't do that, bro. We can't do that. You're a professional. You keep saying the coaching. Let me, let me tell you something, Sean. Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something. Dead ass. You should know this, and I don't understand why you, why you, why you, like, I ain't, I ain't about winning no damn debate. I'm dropping jewels right now. If I'm a pro, I'm going to make sure my craft is always on display. So coaching can lose you games, but if you cut on that film, my individual effort is going to show that, damn it, I'm good. So whether it's non-weapons or not, we ain't going to sit up here and act like Cam don't try to muscle every damn throw. We ain't going to sit up and act like he forced throws. We ain't going to sit up and act like he will miss throws. We ain't going to sit up and act like his mechanics is yet weak sometimes. We're not going to do that. See, this is what I'm not going to do when it comes to African-American quarterbacks. They're not, they not absolved from everything. So I'm going to call a spade a spade. He got to hold some responsibility for the BS that was going on in Carolina, too. Yes, he was playing hurt. You got to make a decision, bro. Hey, this ain't helping. You know what I'm saying? When Russell Wilson won his Super Bowls, he didn't get credit for it. No one Russell Wilson got credit, even though he won't win the Super Bowls, you saw that he was the real deal. Tell me who he was throwing to. Since 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 we talking, 
since we're talking. When Russell Wilson lost beast mode, who was he throwing to? Tell me who Russell Wilson was throwing to last year. Oh, a big one-trick pony, right? A big rookie who a one-trick pony. But I guess Russell that much greater than Cam, huh? He that much greater. Okay, maybe Russell that much greater than Cam. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we'll do. It's like 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 we take away what like with that type of stuff right there, Cam can't grow, bro. I'm I'm sorry. Like that's a me too friend. Oh yeah, Cam, Mr. Coach. Oh yeah, you ain't never had no weapon. Nah. Despite that, your ass won't throw in the ball like you supposed to. You know what? Camp, look, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. Russ has weapons. Get the freak out of here. Russell Wilson got weapons. You said that further let me know you, you arguing. So let me tell y'all something. Cam Newton is treated, was treated in Carolina like Aaron Rodgers is treated in Green Bay right now. Boy said, that boy said, boy said Russell Wilson got whip, got weapons. <laughs> Woo, you can't make this stuff up, boy. Mm, mm, mm. He got weapons. Mm, mm, mm. Right now he got weapons. And you talk about one trick pony. He got a one trick pony rookie receiver. Okay. I guess you real, you, 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 yeah. Cam, bro, Cam Newton is not without fault, but his pass blocking and receiving was trash. In other words, in other words, see, this is another thing. <laughs> take, me, take me back to what I said earlier. If you know you're going to take a shot, why not take the now route? If you know your offensive lines are trash and somebody pop open quick, why not get the ball out quick? Because it's there. I can show you. Oh, man, I can't share my screen right here. I can't share my screen right here. But I'll pull up my DV Sports, and we could go through some Carolina Panthers uh, videos, some, some, some film, and I will show you various instances where guys are open right now. They're open right now, and he doesn't throw it to them. I can do that, and I hate doing that because we could all find fault in everybody. But I got 2018 games, 2019 games. I can show y'all. Maybe I do a Zoom, and I share y'all share the screen with y'all. You said Lockett is – so Lockett is more of a weapon than, than Ted Ginn Jr. So Lockett this year had eight test. So you uh, so eight touchdown receptions for – Oh, my. Both of them dudes did not have double-digit TD receptions. But Ted Ginn was just a one-trick point. If you get into the – yeah, I'm going to just take a step back. Cant was getting beat up, bro. The refs didn't give him the same QB. Okay, I give all y'all that, but y'all still gloss over the fact of his deficiencies as well. What receivers ha he have? that specialize at intermediate routes. Greg Olson, 
That's his, that's, that's his, yo, that's just like saying, yo. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, yo, when we look at, when we look at the Kansas City Chiefs, which one of their receivers specialize in intermediate routes? You know what I'm saying? Like, when we when you break so when you just threw that out there, Sean, which receiver specializes it? You mean possessive receivers? That was Kelvin Benjamin and Funches. They were possession guys. All they could run was intermediate routes. But we look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Who specializes in immediate intermediate routes with them? Since I mean, we we could go we could go down a list of teams. It just, when we talk about Tampa Bay, which one ever receiver specializes in intermediate routes? Hold on, hold on. We we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that, yo. Yo, y'all see. This is why fools have this is why fools feel entitled. All right, look, we gotta stop with this, man. We gotta stop. We do. We do. KC receivers will run by you. Oh, here we go. Everybody got a rebuttal to to help their excuse. Like, look, look. If y'all feel like Cam didn't create self-inflicted wounds, more power to you. More power to you. I don't need to listen no more. I'm not. You're right. I'm not listening no more because it's not making sense. To me, it's just coddling Cam. Cam don't need that coddling mess. When North Turner came there, he had the same weapons. His, <laughs> yo, that, that's why it's so amazing, yo. I, yo, yo. Sometimes you just gotta collect collect your thoughts and take a deep breath and laugh. You got to, man. You got to. From the looks of things, it seems like as long as you keep Cam throwing between four hundred and ninety and four hundred and ninety five passes, he good. But if you hit if, if you make him throw the ball five hundred times, it's gonna get shaky. He, he, yeah. Just looking at, just looking at his numbers right now. I actually got film plan too, but I gotta do a zoom, man. Nah, Sean. Most of the time, I don't like to argue, bro. Cause, like, like I argue some subjects, but when it comes to like this type of stuff, I like to get folks that real because. I don't want nobody using like this narrative to like like I'm gonna give you the truth about Cam, right? He didn't have big time weapons that became household names. When they drafted Kelvin Benjamin, when they drafted Funches, I was one of the first guys to be like, "Yo, they ain't trying to make Cam better." 
I was one of the first people to jump out there and say that, right? But then, as I started having discussions with more and more folks, football discussions, like, discussions, not arguments, but discussions, like, really breaking bread, I got to thinking, like, damn, is Cam not as accurate as I think he is? Because they keep drafting, drafting the same size guys as the number ones. And then they go get a diminutive guy or another guy who could take the top off the defense. And, of course, they know they got Greg Olson. And then they realize Christian McCaffrey was too special to pass up because he could give you both. And then Christian can also help with, you know, chips leaking out the backfield. Can help keep, you know what I'm saying, keep defenses from keying on him. So that's what got me, you know, got me thinking that how accurate is Cam really? I really need to learn that. And I feel like this move with the Patriots is going to answer that because you got to be accurate and your football acumen has to be top-notch when it comes to dissecting defenses for you to flourish in the system. So if he flourishes in the system, he's going to get a lot of praise. He should get more than enough, like, over-praise praise because it's going to show that he can read defenses, he can make accurate throws, He can make touch throws because this offense is going to be called for him to do all the things that people say he can't do. So if he succeeds, he should get all the damn praise. If he struggles, it shouldn't be a lot of vitriol. It should be just confirmations that, okay, we know that Cam could do X, Y, and Z. Because we all can agree that the offensive coordinator he's going to has generated revenue for quarterbacks when they leave. And this same did this same hold on. Did this same quarterback help? Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me before I make this statement. Let me let me hold on. Hold on. Y'all keep talking. Y'all keep talking in the chat. I gotta check something right quick. I gotta check something right quick, bro. Before I make this statement, let me check something. Let me check something. Hold on. Y'all stay there. Stay there. Don't say nothing yet. Keep talking. Keep talking. Don't say nothing yet. Keep talking. It's a statement I want to make, but I want to make sure I'm right. I don't want to just jump out there. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep having discussions about what we was talking about. Because I got got something I want to say about Josh McDaniels as a head coach. Josh McDaniels. And what he does with quarterbacks. Okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I was about to say. <laughs> y'all know what I was about to say. I was about to talk about Tim Tebow, but not mind. I was going to talk about Timmy, but not mind. That won't. Hold on, was that Tim Tebow? What? Let me check and make sure, man. Yeah, yeah, never mind. But anyway, anyway, Josh McDaniel has a track record with quarterbacks. As far as under his tutelage, they succeed, they go other places, they get that bread. Yeah. 
how he throw for 400 in his first game but can't pass and read defenses. When people say – I've come to learn this. When people say somebody can't read a defense or can't pass, they're talking about consistently. Like consistently, can you just say, hey, yo, we can't run the ball. Consistently beat, you know, beat teams with your ability to throw the football. You know, that's all. That's all. What's Cam record versus Belichick defense? I don't know. You tell me, bro. Is that a rhetorical question or a legit question? Because if you got the ace in the hole, just go ahead and use it. Russ not getting hit like Cam. I'm going to tell you all this. I seen Cam get hit in the pocket versus Denver on that game. That was crazy. That was crazy, right? But we also know Cam don't go down. Like, Cam try to run people over. You know what I'm saying? We could go to Atlanta Falcons game when he tried to ease up and a linebacker hit him in the chest and he, you know, went back. And like, and that's 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 the part that I, 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 I struggle with the most too. It's like running quarterbacks don't get police the same because if you are here trying to run people over, they're not going to provide you the same protection, especially when you're doing this after you do it or you're doing that. Like, if you are here running folks over, you know, they human, which is bad. Like, you do got to you do gotta protect them. But Cam out here, he be trying out here, he be trying to run people over. So Cam has a winning record versus Belichick for regular season games. Is What is that supposed to mean, Sean? And y'all got to excuse me. Like, we got we to gotta stop doing this. Y'all know why I was about to bring up Tebow. I was about to help elevate Josh McDaniels more because I was going to say even he had helped Tim Tebow win a playoff game. I wasn't comparing Tebow with Cam. It was in context of showing Josh McDaniels and what he can do for a quarterback. <laughs> Man, y'all, yo, y'all terrible, bro. Y'all terrible. That's why we can't have real discussions in the world. Cause y'all, y'all hear something, it triggers y'all. Like y'all can't take a step back and just understand what somebody was coming at, coming from, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all are terrible, man. Put Cam on Minnesota team last year, and then I bet they go further. I bet they don't, cause that shoulder still was jacked up. I bet they don't. I put money on that. Cam Shoulder was jacked up last year. Did you see him trying to throw the ball last year? Did you see him throwing the, throwing to the foot to receiver? That's how I know you ain't watched a lot of games with Carolina last year, Sean. I watched all 16 of them janks. He had some throws where his mechanics was so jacked up that the ball was, was like skipping the dudes. They were 100 miles an hour. So I'm not taking no injured Cam over Kirk Cousins. Hell no. Hell no. No. Come on, man. We got to stop that, bro. Stop that. Cam was jacked up last year. That shoulder was jacked up. Uh, all right. Healthy. If we talking about a healthy Cam, he still would be in Carolina right now. You know what I'm saying? You had a healthy Cam in the Super Bowl and he lost. A healthy Cam with 15-1, won the MVP, first team All-Pro, and lost in the Super Bowl. 
And what do we turn around and say? He ain't got no weapons. Just like we do with Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry Sanders had an offensive line. Emmitt Smith, he only good because he had an offensive line. Jerry Rice was only good because he had Montana and Steve Young. You ever heard anybody say that? Randy Moss was only good because uh, Dante Culpepper could throw the deep ball well. Anybody ever said that? Huh? Deion Sanders was only great because he was fast. Anybody ever said that? Like, we got, come on, man. Well, Greg Olson got hurt. All right. Y'all going to force me to do it again. Let's look at 2017. They went 11-5. How many games Greg Olson played? Did he play all that? I think he played. All right. So, 2017, Carolina Panthers go 11-5. Greg Olson plays seven games. Seven. They went 11-5. Cam Newton has 754 yards rushing to lead the team. Stewart has 680 yards rushing. McCaffrey had a, uh, 435 yards rushing. McCaffrey also has 651 yards receiving. Funches, 840 yards receiving, eight touchdowns, right? So Funches had 840 yards, eight touchdowns, and wasn't considered a weapon. But you got a kid, Metcalf, for Seattle, who my man Sean said is a weapon, and he had 900 yards and eight touchdowns. So forty, so sixty more yards, but the same touchdowns make you a weapon. But Devin Funches wasn't a weapon for Cam Newton. I'm just going off y'all logic. They say Greg Olson started getting hurt. He played seven games. They still went eleven and five. Cam Newton had twenty-two touchdowns, sixteen interceptions that year. Defensively. They were seventh in yards. Defensively, there was third versus the run. 18th versus the pass. Offensively, they were fourth rushing team in the NFL. They were the 28th passing and 27th in attempts. Let's go to the next year, 2018. I mean, you know, sometimes you just gotta go, you just gotta go to the data, man. When things get thrown out there, it's nothing, nothing more, nothing less. We're just having fun, and you know when people, you know when people, when people see that you onto something, they tell you to cut it out. That's what they usually do. They tell you to cut it out because it's like, oh shoot, you about to expose. They they try to distract you, but no, nah, I'm focused. So here we go. 2018, they went seven and nine. Seven and nine, 2018. Great Olsen only plays nine games. He played two more games this year. He played two more games. Chris McCaffrey got 1,000 yards rushing. He got 867 yards receiving. So his production went up expeditiously, like a lot. DJ Moore has 788 yards receiving. Um, Funches only played – Funches played 12 games. His production dropped to 549, four touchdowns. So, okay. Now you're like, well, he see, he ain't got no weapons. Well, you said Funches wasn't no weapons the year before. Well, 800 yards and eight touchdowns. But Metcalf is a weapon at 900 yards and eight touchdowns. I'm just trying to figure out. Cam Newton, 
24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He played 14 games. So all we all we can do all we can go off of what we can see. That's it. Everybody's gonna have a difference of opinion. Cam doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. Cam has a national championship ring. Cam had accuracy issues, but the trash line made it worse. You know what can make a line better? The quarterback getting the ball out. Because Noah Turner implements West Coast. He actually will get the ball. But, hey. So so he said system. So Noah Turner got a trash system? Is Noah Turner's system trash? I mean, on one hand, somebody's a product of a system. On the next half, somebody doesn't have a system in a game that's system-based. <laughs> can't operate without a system. You can't win 11 games with a trash system. You can't. Like, like you can't. When you talk about timing routes, majority of the time it's quick hitters. It's, it's, it's arrows, slants, bursts, digs, bang eights, rollouts, hammer routes. Players need to fit the system. But you win 11 games. So you can win 11 games without a player fitting the system. Like, think about the things that folks say, man. Sometimes you just just sit back, you know, just sit back and – you know, the folks that's at home listening to this, when I drop this, you can't read what I'm reading, but just understand what's being said. Players need to fit the system. Can you win 10-plus games and the player doesn't fit the system? Like go all year and they don't fit the system. Bill would design a system that works for him. Question, Sean. When have you seen the Patriots' offense look different no matter who the quarterback was? Show me when the Patriots' offensive system changed. They going to do what they do. They tell you that. We're going to do what we do. But you sitting up here saying they going to make a system for Cam. Nah, man, ain't no need to go there. Ain't no reading this fundamental. I said he is not what I thought. No, that's a disclaimer. That's a, well, he ain't 100% wrong, but he 99% right. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I ain't here to argue, man. I ain't going to call on nobody. I'm not calling nobody. You calling Cam, bro. At this point in time, he don't need to hear he ain't had no system. It's yo, fool, you better perform. If I'm his homeboy, it's like, hey, yo, fam, it's time to get busy. They doubting you. Let's get it. Let's get it. You talking about do I watch the pass? You want to watch? Dog. Look, Sean, I'm really not trying to do this to you, man, but I, I, I can see a screenshot of all the film that I got on everybody. I mean, I don't do TV copies no more, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a different 
How how many cut-ups you watch, Sean? You watch TV copies or cut-ups? Because if you watch the TV copies, I can't watch. All I watch is cut-ups, bro. That's it. That's it. I got the Pages offense dating back to 2014. And I can show you it don't change with different quarterbacks. Like, I'm not just talking. Like, why do folks always just think I just be talking, yo? Like, I hate to go in my bag. They run some weeks. They pack. Oh, my God. This fool talk about play selection as a system. Not it's the same formation. It's just the game plan. Of course, you're going to have different game plans. But the system is the same. Why do they talk to me like I'm just some damn pickup player? Like, come on, man. Bro, I don't care if you know ball like me. You don't if you talk. Yes, you know ball. But not like me. You, I'm not going to be in your category when you just said that. Stop saying that I don't care about, like, bro, stop. You so caught up in this comparisons of knowledge. No, I don't care. I'm just going, like, stop, man. Stop, stop, man, stop. Sean, you got to stop. You, you, you get in, you get, you, you, you have, you have this, this mochismo competitive that don't, you don't have to bring it to me. Cause I, you know me, I'm a person, I don't care. I don't care. That's fine. You could think that. You can. I just don't have, I don't allow people to step to me like I'm wrong in how I'm thinking. If I feel like somebody coming to me saying I'm wrong in the way I'm thinking, then I'm going to bust shots back. But I ain't going to say you wrong in the way you think. I'm just saying that's you. I'm just going to give you my stance and move on. But to say that just because they go one week running a lot to pass a lot, that means a different system, it's false. It's just you game plan differently. Come on, fam. Bruh, bruh, come on. And then you make a comment like, I know sports like you, and you just made a statement like that. Like, that's hard to defend you to somebody that I don't know. They'll be like, yo, who was that clown that was talking to you? I came like, yo, I mean, that is my homie. We we ball together, but that was, a sh- like, that's a shaky baby statement. That's shaky. System is like water. Oh my god! Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what you meant, bro. That's the thing about, and you know this. That's the thing about typing. You really can't understand the con. That's why you gotta be clear. So, hey. I get it. You typed it. You really can't fully understand where you're coming from. I get that. You right about that. You my guy. So I'm always make sure folks know like, yo, he know football. He's trying to argue with me right now. And that's the point of the show. And that's fun. But I just don't want folks to like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Now, now you say I'm capping. Nah, fam. You, you got to realize this, bro. Realize this. Realize this. I don't even wear hats. So, that's a ball. We're not saying the same thing, bro. You said system. I said game plan. That's not the same thing. If I say, yo, Cam Newton coming in, so we got to change our system. That means we're going to change the way in which we do things. The blocking schemes are going to be different. 
We probably won't run the same route concepts. But if you say, hey, we got to change the game plan up because Cam is here, that means we might bring in more packages that we didn't use with Tom because he's more mobile. We may focus on this aspect of the game more, but we're not changing the totality in what we do. A system, when you change systems, the verbiage change. If you're going into a game, you just run the ball more, that's a game plan. That's, that's picking plays. That's the flow. But when we say system change, we played. We know when somebody changes the system, what's the first thing that you got to learn? The verbiage. So if the verbiage isn't changing, there is no system change. For him, it's going to be a system change because he comes from somewhere else. They're not going to – they're not going to – when – look, look. When Garoppolo was a starter, we saw some of the same big sets. We saw some of the same mesh routes. I mean, we saw basically the same principles. When Jacoby Brissett was starting, same principles. Did they rely more on trying to stop as a run game in some games? Absolutely. Tom Brady as a starter. We saw different game plans. We saw different game plans each quarter. We saw adjustments. That's that's not systems, bro. It's not systems. I said from day, and now you're saying what I already said. You just said Pat systems could work with Cam. They just need to add a few wrinkles. And what did I say? I said Cam in this system can work. And it's going to be a bonus for him. Cam just has to not try to fall in love with the deep ball, which he has demonstrated he would rather throw. He played at Auburn. He can throw timing routes underneath. I know it's not college, but we know his mindset of if it's in the system too high-low and attack aside, he can do that. He can I'm not saying Cam's not a good quarterback. What I'm saying is I'm not going to just say Carolina failed him because he had he played a role in it. Brady was a play-action quarterback later in his career. Cam can do that. Fine, man. Fine. He will have trouble in the two-minute that Brady ran. Cam ain't Brady. That's all we got to say, right? We we both agree. Cam is not Brady. We got to go in there saying, Cam, be the best Cam you can be. Play to your strengths. One thing we not going to do is always every week. I ain't going to do it. It's compare Cam to what Brady would do. That, like, if, if, if Brady considered the GOAT, why the hell would I compare Cam to him? They ain't even the same type of quarterbacks. Cam is going to fall short to Brady, regardless. If Cam throw for 5,000 yards, if Cam break, throw for 50 touchdowns, Cam can throw five interceptions, Cam can win the Super Bowl. But he ain't win six like Brady. So people got to know it's going to come, but Cam ain't going to beat Brady. Will Cam be allowed to have his second career in New England and go from there? Will we allow Cam 
to come out the ashes. As I'm talking to my media counterparts. Sean, salute to you, fam. I always love when you when you when you when you drop in because you you get things heated with your with your discussion, bro. I definitely appreciate you. You know that. Um, but folks, everybody compares players. You know, many times, and it, they, and and I just really feel like sometimes it's a disservice to players to compare them to somebody else because it causes us to be less impatient with them. I mean, less patient. It it causes us to become impatient with them. But essentially, Cam's the heir apparent. If you look at it, he's the next in line. Just like whatever Brady do and Tampa's going to compare what James did last year. It is. Everything Brady do going to be compared to James. Soon as Brady do something well, they're going to see, 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 James couldn't do that. If Brady shit the bed, the Jameis fans and Brady haters gonna come out and punish Tom. We all look, we know it. We all know it. We all know that's gonna happen. And I'm gonna be there for it with my popcorn ready. Trust me. I'm there for it. Oh, I'm gonna be oh, I'm gonna be right there front and center. Two places I'm gonna be next year. The Tampa Bay Bucks fan sites and see what they saying. And the Patriot fan sites what they saying. I'm going to be at both of those places. Patriot fans, how does it feel to have Cam Newton as your quarterback too? Because I know y'all talking bad about him over the years. I know y'all was. I know you was. I know you was. I know you was. I know you was talking bad about it. How Patriot f- I know it took damn the two hours into the show, and this is a Joe Budden podcast type show. We done went out damn near two hours, and I don't have no co-host talking with me, but I got my all my co-hosts right here in the stream on Facebook. How y'all feel about Cam being y'all quarterback? Some of y'all are really mad. <laughs> Who could be the first to boycott a Patriots game because it's Cam Newton the quarterback? Huh? Who could be the first one? Which one of y'all like the yogurt that 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 he was sponsored by when he went at the female reporter that time, elevating her and letting her know that her question was better than a lot of these men air quotes? Because you know, everybody does that. Everybody does that. We gotta stop faking like people when they hear female talk sports that they ain't surprised, especially with the game of football, because it's a macho man sport. It's all this damn ego. When Cam said what he said, he was actually praising her like, man, that came from you. That's dope because all these meatheads around here that claim they men and no football couldn't even break down the intricacies that you said about functions. But everybody killed Cam because his outfit and how he act. You know what I'm saying? Off the cam subject, what spot you think Bryce going to get, and do you feel like he would do good as a quarterback? Like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, look, my main thing is this. I just want Bryce to do what he got to do to make the team. It's an upfield battle to make the team as an undrafted rookie free agent. Like, you are behind the eight ball when it comes to politics. Draft choices are investments. So when you don't get drafted, you got to do what you got to do to make the team. If you got to run down the field as a – like. Make the team and then start to worry about, like, the depth chart. But my main thing for Bryce is health, make dynamic plays, make the team, and then once you, you know, check that off, you start trying to ascend 
You know what I'm saying? But don't limit yourself to just being like, I hate to say it, but you just can't say I want to be a quarterback because they're going to throw Taysom Hill in his face. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Taysom Hill is now the example. They're going to use all athletic quarterbacks when they come out of college now. They're just going to say, hey, you could be Taysom Hill. That's their new way of, hey, play other positions. You know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. Like, he – just like they use Tom Brady with pay cuts and quarterbacks. Oh, Tom Brady, you know, he's a pay cut, he's just a team player. That team player showed his true – that team player showed you, hey, hey, I won't just doing it for the culture. <laughs> but uh, that's all I got, man. That's two hours of streaming. Hopefully y'all enjoyed yourself, man. Make sure you share the channel. Well, not the channel. Make make yeah. So if you're on YouTube, share the channel. If you are viewing this or listening to this on Anchor, Podbean, uh, Apple, Spotify, any pla- any this is on so many podcast platforms, man. Share, subscribe. Uh, Cash app is in the description, man. If you want to donate, go to myhawkins.com. For all my content that I do on TV here locally, everything I do for UVA um, is there. And, uh, yeah, man, and you will start seeing me on um, teaming up with Locker Room Access also on their platform, um, doing a show with my dog, Tony Coverton. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I had a most recent episode I did with them when they was interviewing, you know, interviewing me and doing a bad drop on me. Um, that's available now. But, yeah, if you are a fan of Locker Room Access, if you follow me on my Instagram or Twitter, your boy Ballhawk is teamed up with Tony Coverton doing a show on that platform. Um, I'm still going to be doing, you know, my independent Ballhawk Show podcast. So it's not impeding or, or taking away from what I'm doing. But, hey, opportunity knocks. You open that damn door. You know what I'm saying? You got more rooms in, in the house. You just ain't one room in this house. I got plenty of rooms. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, Chris. So, the, you know, we'll start the walkthrough series once we get everything worked out as far as the team uh, returning. They're supposed to return like July 6th. Uh, so uh, we'll see how everything goes with COVID and if, if the numbers improve. Safety first. Um, we can't sit here and make these young men test dummies and see if they get sick and then the adults return. You know, you got to think, man, the, the young men are here and, and the adults not. So adults not. So, um, yeah, that's a whole different, whole different episode that I, I'm going to probably do. Talk about COVID and sports and how the talent is asked to return and become the risk. Um, because, this a this a machine, man. Especially NCAA. This a machine. It's a lot of money in sports. It's a machine, and that's why you're going to understand why the vote to allow to allow players to now own their likeness and rights to their name is huge for these student athletes. You're gonna start seeing how much of a big business it is. So. That's all I got for y'all, man. It's the Ballhawk Show. I'm about, I'm about out of here. Salute to my sponsor, Abra Insurance. Go to sthujuice.com. That's sthujuice.com. Get your fear, pullover, sleeveless hoodies, workout janks, dry fit, 
nice and light. You could go shoot basketball, run around, cut the grass, garden, but it's available. Um, Chris got one last question. What's your thoughts on paying college players? It ain't about playing, paying them. It's about, I just want them to earn, own their likeness and name. You don't have to pay me anything out your pocket if you're a college. Scholarship, that's fine. Grant aid, that's fine. Allow me to be able to broker a deal with my name while I'm in college like any other human being can with their name if they're in college. That's why I'm happy about it. ain't about stroking a check just because I play football. It's about allowing me to be a business and walk in an establishment and say, hey, do you want to sponsor me, Ahmad Hawkins? I play for that university, but it's attached to me. You're not attached to the university. I wear your apparel anytime I do an interview. I wear your apparel anytime I'm warming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a walking business. That's what I love and athletes should be able to do. Don't stroke me a damn check. No. Give me the power to broker my own deal with my own name. And there's no such thing as fair because that's the world. Everybody's their own walking business, period. You are your own LLC. So why are we saying, hey, student athletes, you can't be a walking LLC. How dare you? That's not right. That's not fair. If you want to say it's going to open Pandora's box, that box has been wide open for years. If you think people are going to start cheating, no. People are just going to be more blunt. Just like when people think that the dude that's in office is causing more racist people to come out. Like, they've been there. You just, like, oh, the world's more racist now that he's that. No, they're just not afraid to show, like, hide anymore. They'll show themselves because he's made you comfortable. You feel what I'm saying? I don't want to get too political, but that's the only way I can make it really make sense. Because I know politics really have people like, oh, what the hell? But that's what I'm saying. Athletes, you should own your freaking face. No damn entity should say, hey, for four to five years, you don't even own your face or your name, sucker. Because you're getting a grant and aid that we can write off because we are non-profit. But you profiting off me. But people got an issue with that. That's that's wrong. You are a walking LLC. Never forget that. You are a business. Know why people don't know how to handle money once they get older? Because nobody ever taught them to handle money when they're younger. So people be so amazed that all these athletes can't handle money and get ripped off. It's because nobody teaches them business when they're in school. What's the best way to learn how to handle money? Handle it while you're in college. If I'm going to learn how to become a better adult, Money's a part of it, right? But you're a student athlete. You already spoiled. So how dare you own? How dare you own your name? That's what they say. It's the ball hawk, man. I'm out of here. Ran over. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.